Hello and welcome back to The Lincoln Ear. On today's episode, I will be talking to the Velvet Queens. I have to apologise as I think some of the audio has cut out at some point due to technical difficulties. And despite me using Adobe Audition, I'm still not yet a technical whiz. So please bear with me and I do hope you enjoy today's episode. The Velvet Queens, is there any like particular backstory like it just reminds me of like the underground and like queen that was it like an amalgamation of them it's an interesting one because nowadays they say that like to have a good band name it needs to be like searchable so you need to have like a couple of words that aren't genuinely or aren't generally associated with each other and then like basically put them together so uh, i don't know like uh, <laughs> you know say you know about our uh, pen Oh yeah, um, 
so is that your festival as like a band yeah so um you're i'm assuming by like the background you're the guitarist yeah i'm the uh, guitarist and singer here yeah oh that's so exciting so it's a uh, guitarist singer um drums and then what does what what other part is it like a, a bass guitar or? Yeah. yeah that's it yeah so we just have three bass so uh, drums bass guitar and then sing rolled into one that's what i do you guys <laughs> get together as a band did you just find each other on social media or do you know each other from school or something or work together or um it's interesting so jay uh, i knew him from another band called wildflowers who aren't together anymore mm-hmm. um and so i met him a couple of times briefly before covid but then it was he was just sort of reaching out to people to see if anybody had anything that he could kind of put some drums to because drumming's a new avenue for him to explore musically so he was just like oh, you got any tracks that i can put, put some drums to and i sent him a couple of tracks i've been working on and i was just like yeah yeah do, do what you want with these sort of things um and then he liked it and was like oh, actually yeah do you want to like you know write some more stuff together and that's how it kind of like progressed into into becoming a band and then ben uh, <laughs> ben and actually tried to get me to join one of his one of his other bands before lockdown and so that's how I met him because he reached out to me on Facebook initially and then I met up with him um, like, like I said pretty good um, and then yeah like when we were doing this we were like oh we need a bass player and I was like oh, actually when I was talking to him on the phone about something like unrelated um, and then he was just like oh you're a bass player like why didn't you hit me up and I was just like I totally forgot you played bass because he's one of those guys who plays like a bit of everything so. oh, yeah. yeah. So it's perfect then. So would you say, obviously I feel like this is such a cliche question, but would you would you say like the time of like lockdown helped you to um, cultivate certain ideas? Like was it more beneficial for you or did you struggle with the challenges of the lockdown in regards to like making music? Uh, it was definitely uh, a struggle, but I think uh, it also did us pretty well as a band because it gave us that time to kind of like just like get a load of ideas together and stuff and it's got loads of tracks that actually we like wrote recorded a demo of and then listened back to them like uh, I don't know a couple of months ago and was like oh, most of these are actually terrible <laughs> but like it was just the process of like writing and just getting ideas down and stuff like that so we're able to um, you know basically I record stuff at home and then send it to him and hit up you know put his drums and bits of on them and then the same with Ben baseline and send it across so we're able to like form demos without actually going to get the same room together yeah so i think i don't know it gives a bit gives us a bit of edge in the sense that like we're used to working like that way so when we are able to get the studios together now it's actually made something like 10 times easier oh. i know a lot of bands um pretty much just not like everything you know throughout the whole book because they you know couldn't like they, they didn't have like recording equipment or anything like that at home or something like that oh yeah it must be really hard for them but it's it's good that you were able to like work with those challenges and then like still perform and still produce some good things and then like reflect on things would you would you ever like recycle or reuse like the the things that you weren't too proud of and like maybe do it as like a like a joke or something or like work with it somehow just to, just to reflect on oh like when we were becoming a band like these were some of the things that we produced I don't like would you ever release them to the public 
I really, really want to actually because there's a track. Uh, as soon as you mentioned that, I was like, actually, yeah, there was a track that we were trying to slot into the set list um, for the summer gigs that we're going to play. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's chuck that one in there. That one was a bit of a tune. It was a bit cheeky and stuff. And it's like, um, basically, the original lyrics were um, <laughs> you've got a sexy little laugh. Uh, body like an hourglass, um, but then like James drummer like misheard it and thought I was saying sexy little ass, like <laughs> body like an hourglass, and like I was just like okay that's kind of funny, let's just do that instead. But then um, when we were playing it with all the songs in the set list, it just like the song itself didn't really like fit in, um, so that's why I've kind of axed it. Um, but yeah, that's one that like I think at some point we'll probably just release that because it's just. It's just funny. And it's actually not a bad song, to be fair, but it just doesn't fit with the, with the set list. So. I do like that. I, I like the... Um, uh, I feel like if people did sing that anyway, they would probably like get the, the lyrics on because like, laugh and like, oh, it's a, the sound very similar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do yeah. get that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, mean, I love that. Like, body like an hourglass. It, it works, but I feel like you'd have to definitely like alter your set list to fit that in somewhere but I definitely think you should throw that out because it also just shows like music I mean obviously musicians have fun but like, I feel like it just shows the audience it's okay to like get things wrong and like still have fun with it and still produce it so yeah definitely um yeah would you like to tell me more about your latest single um, Losing My Mind or yeah, um, so it's an interesting one, like, nowadays, within, like, the kind of music industry and uh, releasing all that sort of stuff, is uh, kind of, like, almost like an accepted, like, proven way of doing it, and you're like, oh, this is what you do, like, you know, like, so when you're promoting the single, like, you know, you normally would have it, like, all recorded, ready with, like, your video and all that sort of stuff, and then have, like, a good, like, month and a half or two months of, like, literally just reaching out to loads of places to promote it before you actually release it. Um, but with this, we didn't really do that because we didn't have like proper video and everything anyway. We pretty much like rushed the video together in order to be able to release it because it was actually originally written last year, um, like just after the first kind of lockdown. I think it was as there were like easing restrictions, but before pubs and things had actually opened. Um, and like the song itself is about depression and stuff like that. And it was you know, very much like kind of about the lockdown depression and stuff like that so the reason we wanted to kind of release it earlier this year it was like while we were still in lockdown because it felt like it actually meant something when we were like you know we're in lockdown and obviously people like you know down about it and stuff because it was you know in January when they announced it they were like yeah you're going to be in lockdown until like March so um, <laughs> yeah that's why we released that one like kind of prematurely but like because it was like actually let's not worry about what we're supposed to do let's just like let the music actually like kind of do what it's actually was originally intended for rather than the whole business side of it so yeah because although you know music is very lucrative it's also good to sort of have that emotion side of it and like uh, have it as like a catharsis in some way like like people listen to it it'll be a very therapeutic experience for them so how do you think the song does help people with their mental health? Or was, I mean, I'm assuming that was your intention, but or did you just want people to explore their own mental health and, like, discuss it in a way, or...? Uh, I think just opening up the conversation, really, and, like, 
I mean, you don't really have to say like, oh, this is how you get over it or anything, but like just saying like, this is something that like, you know, a lot of people struggle with, like myself included, obviously, like, because, um, the, like I said, the lyrics, uh, I wrote the lyrics about depression, do you know what I mean? So that's just a case of being like, oh, look, this is something, like, I feel this, like, if you feel it too, like, that's okay, like, it happens, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all have these very personal and intimate experiences with our own mental health, and I feel like it's very vulnerable, very brave to like open up about it because it's very scary. Because although it feels like an isolated incident in your head, like a lot of people have like shared emotions. So I feel like we do just need to discuss it because, like, I feel like our minds are all quite similar, especially like throughout the lockdown. It was very like horrible, very horrible. So I think in a way, like the lockdown was good now in like retrospective because people are like, oh we all sort of have a collective experience so we have you know things to talk about so hopefully like people will start opening up more and like do like the help of music which just brings people together yeah definitely um no, it's not, i think um, it's just nice to be able to like use the music for something that it's actually like i don't know it feels like it's meant for definitely like to, yeah. so you're like helping yourself like helping your listeners and essentially Trying to, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you say, like, the band was affected by, like, that song? Like, how would they, how did your band, like, members react to it? Like, was it, or was it like a, do you, like, write it together or, like, do you all so work in separate parts? So the music itself, um, was like the, the riff and everything like that was actually written by Jay. Um, so I say he plays guitar as well. Um, and to start with, like the lyrics he had done for it, just kind of like came up with, like, you know, uh, off the top of his head when he was uh, writing the song, when he was just like recording it as a demo, he sent it across to me, and I was just like, really, really like the music. I was just like, but well, I feel like for the sound that it's got and everything, it felt like you could have some more meaningful lyrics. So I kind of like, in a way, the sound of it was just like, oh, it's, yeah, I kind of think like, what I want to do with this. And what I want to write about because I feel like the sound that it's got like fits the, the theme of the lyrics quite well. Like before Hell, which is a, a place called the Lincoln Inn pub in Scunthorpe, mm-hmm. and it, Heaven and Hell Fest every year at Halloween. And the Friday nights are the, the Saturday night, there is Heaven and Hell Fest, but then the Friday night they're doing the night before Hell, so it turns like that whole weekend into like a festival weekend. And um, so, yeah, so we're um, supporting. Like, well, actually, there's, I think, six or seven bands on, on that day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so we're supporting, like, uh, a host of uh, decent bands, actually. Um, but it's really good. Uh, I take it as a compliment when we get booked for shows where the bands that we're supporting are actually, like, playing, like, really big shows or, like, you know, doing well for themselves. It shows that, like, people are actually kind of taking it seriously. Yeah. Or, or maybe, albeit, <laughs> more full them, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... It's like those little steps or like performing with people that you're, are they like life affirming moments? You're like, oh, like I'm doing something. I'm like making a difference. Well, like for me personally, like you say, it's like uh, that kind of life affirming stuff uh, is that uh, these kind of shows and stuff that we're getting booked for with the band um, make me feel as though like actually, yeah, like my music career is going somewhere because like, you know, there's like people that are, you know, actually like doing shit in the industry like yeah. taking this seriously and being like oh, actually yeah these guys are actually all right like so it's just uh kind of 
gives you a bit of motivation and it's a bit like actually yeah like i'm on the right track i just need to like keep doing what i'm doing and keep pushing keep going forward and like <clears throat> yeah just have like a good time with it like just keep having these creative ideas keep taking laddish photos in the woods <laughs> keep, just keep that like eccentric energy alive i have no more questions um if there's anything else you want to say then please feel free but uh yeah i think i'm pretty much done yeah i'm good i'm good yeah brilliant well thank you ever so much for talking to me and i can't wait to like hear or like see so you'll be yeah no, that's awesome yeah. yeah um just out of interest like how did you get started with doing this sort of thing oh so I um actually do journalism as like my degree and then the blog was part of a module and we were only meant to do like two or three posts and funnily enough like my first post um was only meant to be like 50 words because it also came with like a um like a podcast episode I wrote 700 words and had like a half an hour podcast episode just because I love it like I love talking to people I love interviewing people um I really I I'm like a bit of a magpie like I love listening to other people's stories and just like just I don't know like I just find it really exciting yeah. yeah and I just feel like people are just so interesting in themselves and like it's just really nice to shine a light on that um so yeah like once that module finished I just kept talking and kept doing things and I just really enjoy it I just I find it so exciting I'd, I'd really like to go into like music interviewing like I'm I can play I can play a little bit of like piano and like do a little bit of this and that but I'm not really musically yeah, yeah. inclined I just like listening to it and um hearing all the wild stories people have <laughs> so yeah I just just for just through my course essentially mm. yeah that's awesome um because uh <clears throat> one of the things that i didn't mention because it wasn't really relevant to all this stuff but uh i actually uh i had a rock magazine like a lincolnshire rock magazine okay um i didn't know if it'd be something that you'd be interested in getting involved with because oh, uh, yeah. we're always looking for like more writers and stuff like that because we cover like such a broad like spectrum of like the only reason like rock is like the like the best name for it is because like it covers such a broad like like kind of absolute <laughs> umbrella of genres. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so we do everything from like indie right through to like you know metal and deathcore and whatever all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then we all just go. It's all rock music. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, if you were interested, um, then we'd definitely love to like have you involved course, so. yeah I would love that um definitely like into like the writing side and like the photography side I would love to get involved with that thank you very much for that definitely yeah no worries I mean uh, like to be fair so the uh the latest issue uh is a like I've just put it in for print last week but this was the like so it's quarterly at the minute this one was oh, yeah. uh um, March is one like the spring one so yeah so try to do like a reasonably professional job of it oh, it looks really good <laughs> um yeah and then like i said we've got uh, a blog and everything online and all that sort of stuff on the website and everything so so yeah if you're interested in because basically as soon as gigs are actually a thing um you know into the summer and stuff then we're going to basically just be sending writers to like every gig going and then just try and get as many like gig reviews and all that sort of stuff and try oh and promote God. yes that stuff definitely that's actually going on that sounds like something I I was like born for. So yes, please. 
Awesome. Yeah. What sort of music is your kind of preference, just out of interest? I would say like indie and then like um like punk rock and like that kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Like alternative. So I'm quite I'm quite into that. And then I mean I feel like to give the cliche answer, like it's my taste is quite eclectic, but I definitely do like alternative and then the indie and then like the punk genres. So that's yeah, that's that would be more my forte, but literally like any writing opportunity, especially for like a magazine, would be just a godsend awesome yeah um yeah yeah in all fairness uh, like if you're interested uh in getting started like fairly soon uh we actually have like so we've got a launch um night coming up there was it's basically we've got four bands like four live bands playing um and it's just gonna be like an epic night of ridiculousness <laughs> like because i'm hosting so, but uh yeah we're gonna have like a writer's table like for like all the writers to be able to like socialize and stuff like that because obviously like as much as anything like i like to try and create like you know that kind of like a team yeah uh, kind of feel to it because i think it makes people feel like more involved and feel like it's actually like a real thing that's going on rather than obviously up until now it's been like the writers haven't even like you know spoke to each other or anything like it's been me talking mm-hmm. to the writers being like oh can you do this like can you do this whatever um so yeah, so that's why I'm like, trying to make this kind of like community. Do you know what I mean? Of yeah. like, look, we're a team. We do yeah, team exactly. things. <laughs> we work together. So yeah, so yeah. If you're if you're interested in that, then um, have you got Facebook? That'd probably be the best way for me Thank to you, do. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah. Um, uh, should I should I send you like a message or? Yeah, yeah, can do. Um, I'm just gonna stop the recording. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just kind of like copying okay. you towards the end here, and I'm just like, actually, you're really good at what you do. I oh, want thank you, you to be able to. <laughs> I see you say that, but I'm I never know how to say like goodbye to like on like the recording. I'm never like, I'm I'm so awkward, but I'll just I'll just stop and then like come up with them an outro at some point. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um,